0: Arguments about nothing is brought to you by Microsoft Tech Support. Save the computer, save the podcast.
1: Welcome back to Arguments about Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And it has been a really long time, guys. Yeah,
0: we sorry took about a, that.
1: An unannounced, unscheduled hiatus between seasons
0: yes we have decided it was an impromptu end of our first season our first season having lasted over over a year and a half i think yeah (laughs) yeah so and now that means that right now we get to herald in the beginning of our brand new season 2022 season two ish season two ish um we're kicking things off really strong
1: with a random assortment of questions I wrote while watching
0: TikToks and taking BuzzFeed quizzes, so. Excellent. Yeah. Isn't that always how you do your research for the show? <laughs> Almost always. Sometimes yeah. I don't
1: need to do research because I'm in a real weird mood, probably because I haven't slept enough that week, um, but uh, today was a TikTok while eating pasta. And reading BuzzFeed sort of day.
0: Well, if it helps, now I'm in a real weird mood. So maybe Great. between the two of us, we'll we'll have an excellent start to our first, second season, our next yeah. season.
1: I will say I have woken up at 5 a.m. for the past three days for no discernible reason other than my body is rioting. So... <laughs>
0: I'm also a little like, what is, where am I? <laughs> what is yeah. time?
1: But so, if we weren't
0: both sort of punchy, I don't think this this podcast would even happen, to be perfectly yeah. honest. So Truly. All right. Well, we're going to start things off with a Kate's Corner. My little sister, your little sister, Hannah's little sister. But most importantly, my little sister. Yes. Yes. But most importantly, Hannah's little sister. Yeah, um, so yes, my little sister Kate, uh, she sends me questions so that I don't have to think of them um, <laughs> because I'm no good at it at all. So Kate's Corner, the first of 2022, Shelby, would you rather be a crab or a donkey? That's such a good question <laughs> because I think of all of the animals, no one would be
1: like, I really want to be a crab or a donkey. Yeah. My gut instinct is I would rather be a crab. Tell me why. I don't know. My knee-jerk reaction is just very anti-donkey. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Because I associate donkeys with being ridden by humans, like, in the the Grand Canyon. Oh, okay. Like, humans are riding you, or you're, like, taking all the heavy packs
0: of, like, hikers and stuff like that. Or... The the Virgin Mary <laughs> and riding I a donkey. I don't know. <laughs> I did not know that the Virgin Mary rode a donkey. Are is that real? Are you lying? To didn't me? she didn't they ride a donkey into Bethlehem? I have never been in a church really, so well, I, I should not tell you. <laughs> I shouldn't be talking about this because neither have I. But I thought there was this story about how Miniature donkeys, the reason they have um, what looks like a cross on their back is because they rode it into Bethlehem or maybe that Jesus rode a donkey. <laughs> there, somebody somebody in Jesus's immediate family rode a donkey at some point, Shelby. <laughs> it just sounds
1: like a lie. Like it just <laughs> sounds like a thing, like you saw a donkey when you were five years old and asked why it had a weird birthmark and the donkey guy was <laughs> fucking with you and okay. it's really implanted <laughs> imprinted on your head in your let, head.
0: Let me be very clear. It was not a birthmark on like one single donkey. <laughs> all miniature donkeys have this. I <laughs> I also that <laughs> also sounds like a lie that all miniature donkeys have a cross on okay, them. Okay, not maybe all, but many of them do. <laughs> This is not I'm not totally making it up. <laughs> All right, tell me why you want to okay. be a crab while I google this, please. <laughs> this is just like such a funny thought. Um
1: yeah, I I don't want to be either of these. So it comes down to what what, I, what do I want to be less? Uh or what what do I want to be less? So that I can be the one I want to be more. Does that make sense? I'm rambling. I have not slept.
0: Okay, listen. Um, (laughs) First of all, I have to interrupt you here to tell you that if you say miniature donkey, it will autofill to miniature donkey cross on back. And when it gave me some selection of donkeys, it showed me a bunch of donkeys with a cross on their back, and then also suggested Jesus as one of the options. (laughs) So there's something to this. so this was
1: a lie that was told to all the children in the South and not just you? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I know nothing about donkeys and I know nothing about the Bible. I just think that I
0: like I associate donkeys with being like a work animal. Like Louisa and Kanto. And
1: yeah. So like what I really aspire to is being something that doesn't work. And I'm sure crabs have like a certain amount of labor to keep themselves alive But I feel like donkeys do work for humans in the way that like crabs only die for our food. But I don't think we like force crabs to do any sort of like manual labor for us.
0: No, but we do force them to die for our food and eat them. And we don't eat a lot of donkeys.
1: That's true. But I would rather have a short life of leisure than a long life
0: of work. Interesting. So you'd rather be eaten before your prime I have a problem in general with the idea of dying by being eaten. I don't like that idea.
1: I actually like that. Am I weird? I would be very like that seems nice at least that I'm like nourishing something else instead of my body just like way like not being useful.
0: I I, this is like a fear of mine. I think this is why I don't like sharks. (laughs) I can't. I think this is why you don't like the ocean. If you've ever listened to this podcast before, you know that I don't yeah. like the ocean. And I think a big part of it is that I feel like my chances of being eaten in the ocean by any kind of creature rises exponentially compared yeah, to being on the land.
1: Man. Yeah, it does not upset me the idea that I might be eaten. If I if that's how I go, like so be it. I hope I tasted good.
0: And somebody like cracks you open and like sucks the meat from your legs.
1: But, like, I'm already dead by that point. It's not like they're doing that to me while I'm alive.
0: Okay, but, like, how good is the life of a crab? I know you're saying it's a life of leisure, but what is a crab How do? good is the life of a donkey? Well, okay, so this is the part where I tell you that my family owns miniature donkeys, which is <laughs> why, why I knew about the cross on their back. But um, their life is really fucking good. I mean, they... They're not used for anything, so they have a life of leisure, basically, and uh, they just hang around and have people feed them food and hang out in a pasture and then mate sometimes. And that's about all they do and look cute. And they kind of act like big dogs. Like, you come up to them and they'll, they'll kind of run up to you and, like, rub their head all over you. They honestly do just kind of act like, like big dogs sometimes, and they're really cute and fuzzy. I would I would be a donkey any day of the week. Plus they live like 30, 40 years. How long does a crab live? I
1: have no idea how long crabs live. I imagine they would live quite long. I know lobsters like live really, really long that's if true. they're not like captured and eaten. So I like don't know, but I am crustaceans in general, I think have pretty long life spans. So like that's not that worrisome to me. But yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to live in the ocean. I Like, I guess it would be cool to be, like, a pet donkey a that's pet not used donkey. for anything. Yeah. But I feel like most donkeys are used for stuff, you know? Like, they're a work animal, and I, I mean, don't want to be
0: a work animal. I do concede that there's a difference between a miniature donkey and a donkey. A, yeah. A miniature donkey is not a good labor animal. <laughs> it's, it's not as big and powerful. Um Yeah. So, you know, I can see that there's a difference there. But I still feel like I would want to have a – I wouldn't mind having, like, some work, like a purpose, you know? I'm like – Okay, Taurus. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. um, Yeah, no, I'm locking in crab. I want to just, like, hang out on the beach, scuttle about. You just want to And scuttle. be a delicious meal. I, yeah, I do really want to scuttle. I'm attracted to the idea of scuttling.
0: Also, Uh, it would also you have a whole lot more natural predators than I do. There are not a ton of natural predators for donkeys, like that they're actually going to encounter. I mean, maybe in the past, but like, how often are they going to actually encounter a puma now? You know, but you could just get scooped up by a seagull, you're gone. Yeah. Again, I'd rather live like a short,
1: beautiful life of leisure than like a long stinky one i also think donkeys are stinky
0: Aww, thats well i i do <laughs> so, well i think crabs are are kind of creepy looking that's okay
1: i yeah i really just feel like i want to be a crab the more i think about it the more i like it i went through a phase in middle school uh where i would pretend to be a crab <laughs> so <laughs> go on <laughs> I don't know where this came from. I feel like there was a South Park episode, but I'm not sure if that's true. But I just remember it was like a thing in middle school where people would just like walk around with their hands up and like, p- like they were pinchers and just go like, grab people, grab
0: <laughs> Is this based on like Zoidberg? I feel like the, I I mean, our listeners can't see her, but she definitely just did a Zoidberg from Futurama a minute ago.
1: Maybe it was a Futurama thing. I have no idea. I have no idea what it was from. I have to believe it was from some sort of cartoon, but
0: people just would walk around and say crab people a lot. But you understand like a real crab (laughs) is not crab people. I know you're I, yeah you I mean yes you would get your ocean front property. Yes, you would get some beautiful views and you would not be used by humans for labor. But you'd also be you'd have very small crustacean brain and you probably get intelligence eaten very young. is a prison. <laughs> I'm not convinced that crabs are eaten
1: young and I just have done so much labor for humans as a human yeah. that I would really like a break from that. I also think it'd be cool to have an exoskeleton.
0: All right. I, I can't argue with you there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, it, their bodies are just so different than a
0: human slash a mammal's that, like, it would be kind of cool to experience that kind of physicality. Maybe you could be one of those, like, Japanese, those giant Japanese spider crabs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Maybe I could be a deep sea crab, and no one's going to eat me down there. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, for the record, wholeheartedly choosing donkey. There's basically nothing that appeals to me about being a deep sea crab or other kind of crab. I don't know. I feel like donkeys don't have bad lives. If you have a good, if you're with a good family, and I'd much rather just be a land mammal any day of the week and I feel like donkeys are cute. Why do you and like sociable. mammals so much? I mean, part of it is that they're sociable. I mean, I just don't see crabs like hanging out with each other, you know, scratching each other's backs and playing with each other in a pasture. I think crabs are social. Are they? Here's this is really exposing a a very big lack of knowledge about crabs in my life. Do do you think only mammals are social animals? Well, no, but like when you when you see a crab you don't normally see it like hanging out with other crabs i think they but i feel like you do like they like i feel like i you would see
1: like many of them scurrying about that's why like i don't know i'm also thinking about lobsters like they like farm for lobsters in like one place because they're all in the same place together
0: hermit crabs now if you're a hermit crab That's different. Hermit crabs are hermit crabs. No, well, no, I was going to say hermit crabs are awesome because they will, like, if there's a shell, they'll, like, a whole bunch of them will get together and line up. And the biggest one will take, like, the new big shell, and then they'll pass the shells down the line all the way to the smallest one. Like, they help each other with housing. It's really cool. They're cooperative. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, I want to be a socialist crab who doesn't work for humans.
0: Yeah, sounds sounds awful.
1: Also, it they have tiny houses attached to their bodies.
0: Yeah, well, I've, I've always wanted to live do. in a tiny house. I guess crabs yeah. just have exoskeletons, but But yeah, I just love it. Yeah, I'm locking in crab. Okay. I'm going to tell you that um apparently the the legend of the donkey cross is to do with uh Jesus riding one into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey. So the cross was given to them by God as a reward for their love of Jesus. And I, I just want to say that so that our listeners don't think I made up a whole story about donkeys and Jesus in my head. Well, I don't want to be a donkey because they love Jesus too much. So there. <laughs> well, I don't think it, that was years ago. I don't know how their, how their participation in the church is these days. Okay. Um, do you want our first question?
1: That wasn't our first question. (laughs) (laughs) I meant, do you want your first
0: question from me? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Please.
1: Uh, Kate, I'm so sorry. I just, Kate's Corner is above a question to me. It's its own (laughs) special, beautiful thing. Yes. Um, Hannah, very serious question. What's the
0: best green food? Um... I can't think of any green food except for spinach right now. And I don't know. It's like my brain shut down. It was like there's spinach and there's nothing else. <laughs> That's very funny because you literally were just talking to me about pesto off air. Yeah. I mean, and pesto clearly is the best green food <laughs> that there I is. I thought- I thought you would immediately be like, it's clearly pesto lasagna. We were just talking about how great pesto lasagna is. I mean, it's just pesto. It's just pesto in any format, I think, is the best food, and you've named it. But what happened was not that I didn't think pesto was the best food. It's that my brain shut down, and it thought only of spinach. And then for some reason, maybe because because it's early March, it thought of the shamrock shake. (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i'm tired y'all yeah so
1: spinach or the i would take the shamrock shake over spinach frankly what is what is it in your opinion So here's the deal. I don't actually like pesto very much. I find it a little overwhelming. Um, So like, I can only eat a very little bit of it. Like, I like pesto pizza and stuff. If there's like other flavors to kind of balance it out, but like, it's a lot of basil for me to
0: just like streamline into Mm, my mouth. That sounds amazing. Um, I just like yeah. I don't even care what it's on. Everything that touches pesto is just a delivery system for the pesto, as far as I'm concerned. Oh
1: yeah. I don't I find basil to be like not a bad flavor, just a very intense flavor. And so like I it, a little bit goes a long way. Um so I find pesto to be a little like a little
0: overboard. Um so shamrock shake then. That's that's the only <laughs> other. Of,
1: well, that's like what I I mean, I like spinach, I like broccoli, I like green apples, but do I like a milkshake more than those things? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like the introduction of just
0: green food dye uh, uh-huh. really opens right opens this up, you know. Even like a, uh, a mint chip ice cream, some of those are green. Ooh, ooh,
1: ooh mint chip
0: ice cream! Yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting.
1: <laughs> Not my favorite flavor of ice cream, but but ice better cream. than spinach. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, interesting. Maybe mint chip ice cream. That's really good. Ooh, but I love Brussels sprouts.
0: Brussels sprouts are great. I mean, to I will say also I really love spinach. I wasn't trying to knock spinach. Yeah. I I eat it like every day. Brussels I sprouts love are asparagus. delicious. Probably love
1: Brussels sprouts a little bit
0: more than asparagus. But do you love it more than ice cream? Here's the thing. Maybe. And that what? I hate myself for that answer.
1: <laughs> well, I don't Okay. Um, So here's the thing, like I, if it's like ice cream versus Brussels sprouts, I'm picking ice cream. However, mint, like the ice cream that is green is usually not my favorite ice cream. Okay. Though pistachio ice cream is green. Yeah. So now I'm rethinking some things. So like I would go Brussels sprouts over mint ice cream and probably a shamrock shake just because I find those like. Not that exciting. Um, but like really good Brussels sprouts are exciting to me. Um, but pistachio ice cream is also green and is much better than those other two forms of ice cream.
0: Yeah, I think you've just uh, nailed a, a winner there for you. I mean, it for me, I still like pesto better. But for you, yes. Yeah, it's pesto. It's <laughs> yeah,
1: it's pesto ice cream. No, it's pistachio ice cream for
0: sure final answer locking it in all right we've disagreed a lot so far and i'm i'm on board with this
1: would you rather have a boss who pries too much into your personal life so like asks you a lot of like kind of inappropriate questions about your free time or one who tells you too much about their personal
0: life oh the second one for sure Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause, oh, we disagree. Okay, good. Good. Hooray. Tell me more. I, I feel like anything that they decide to tell me about themselves, I mean, it might be a little uncomfortable to have to listen to, but I'm not putting – there's nothing wrong for me at my job in that instance. Like, I'm not at risk of exposing – personal things about myself that might get me in trouble or that like I might feel bad like oh I shouldn't have said that at work you know like there's no I'm not the one being inappropriate so if they're being inappropriate that's one thing and we deal with it or we don't deal with it but it's not it's not this like weird pressure to make me be inappropriate or to be to share more than I would like to I mean I know that it doesn't seem like it given that I'm talking about personal stuff on this podcast, but there are things that <laughs> I'm private about, you know? So yeah. I just don't like the idea that I would be sort of put under that kind of pressure, especially in like kind of, a, you know, what, what if it, they did it in front of the team and then it was like a social pressure, like a bigger group kind of pressure. I just don't like that idea. But if they just want to share, like, oh, I'll listen. They're just giving me ammunition about themselves or giving me a lot of information about themselves that I don't want. But I I would rather be the one with information than the one who feels under scrutiny or pressure. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. For me, I feel like i have
1: more power in the role where they're asking me a bunch of questions because i can just not answer the questions you know yeah. Like i can just like gray rock you know like i can hold that boundary but it, for me it's a lot harder to like stop someone from telling me something i don't want to hear you know what i mean like i can say like you know let's get back on topic or like you know like maybe that's not like maybe we shouldn't talk about that right like i can try to like redirect but like I don't have as much control over what they say but I have control over what I say so if like I can I feel like I have more power to shut down the inappropriateness and the conversation by just like not answering or being
0: or being very evasive or being like oh I don't really feel comfortable answering that. I think it just makes me feel uncomfortable to have to do that all the time. To have to like evade and sort of politely without pissing somebody off, like not answer their questions. And then what if it's like very public and it seems awkward? I just feel like I would rather all the awkwardness be on their end. You know, like if they want to tell me stuff that they shouldn't tell me or tell the group stuff they they shouldn't say, fine. That's them putting their own career in jeopardy. Yeah, I
1: just, like, don't know. I feel like I have a harder time knowing what to say when someone said something inappropriate to me. Because, like, I don't want to condone it. But I also don't want to,
0: like, make someone mad at, like, if, you Maybe know. Maybe we should define what you mean by inappropriate.
1: Like, they tell you too much detail about their date on Friday night. Or they, like, make off-colored jokes. Or just, like... I mean, you if know. it's, like,
0: offensive, that's kind of different. But if it's just, like, TMI, I don't think I would care that much.
1: Yeah, I would care. <laughs> I would be like, I don't want to hear this. Like, I don't care. Like, stop wasting my time. Like, my one of my biggest pet peeves at work is people wasting my time.
0: That's fair, but I think this is a waste of time either way.
1: <laughs> oh, but I think I could get out of it easier. Like, if they're, ans- like, asking me questions, I can give them – one-word answers and not elaborate but if they're just like droning on and on and on and just like want someone to chat with and it's like like nothing I not I hate nothing more than feeling trapped in a conversation I don't want to have yeah it's the worst thing in the world to me and I with mean, your boss you can't just be like shut up
0: <laughs> yeah it's true like but you also you can't control if they're going to keep asking you these questions or keep prying or keep nudging or if they're going to start to be like, oh, well, you're no fun. You know, like that. I'm worried about that like sort of she's not a team player. She's not fun. She's not part of the group. She doesn't open up to us. And then you get this like, you know, your coworkers don't like you kind of thing versus they don't like the you know all of us together don't like the person who just never shuts up. You know there's like solidarity in that versus you being the odd one out,
1: yeah, I totally get that um, and I think that's definitely a fear you're like something you're up against. I'm picturing a world in which like the boss prize and like no one else is like on their side, really, so it's yeah. like everyone's okay. just dealing with it like. Like, other people also think the boss is being inappropriate. So, like, they don't blame you for not answering these questions. Um, But even if it was a workplace culture in which, like, people were just across the board really gossipy and stuff, I don't care. (laughs) Like, I don't care if you like me. (laughs) Like, I am not – like, I am not – it's not my job to entertain you. It's not my job to, like – like loosen my boundaries for you like I don't care like don't like me then I don't care um but like I have a lot of trouble getting out of conversations that I don't want to be in so like if someone was droning on and on about like something I didn't want to hear about I feel like I would be wasting time that I could be spent doing on my
0: actual work I feel like I would like feel uncomfortable like I don't know why. I think my initial fear when I thought of this is just like I'm afraid like they would get something out of me that I didn't want to say because sometimes I do talk too much. (laughs) Sometimes I do share a little too much. I think that you've convinced me because I think that that fear is is not rational. Like I think probably it's more likely that you're going to just get stuck in a room with somebody who's going to talk to you nonstop about a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think like, you've convinced me.
1: I've had bosses say some fucking wild things to me. And I'm just sitting there being like, do I report that to HR? Do I Why? say nothing? Do – it's like – so, I, like – after after enduring every conversation I would have with these supervisors, I would have to go through this mental gymnastics of, like, did I handle that correctly? Should I push back more? Should I, like, be documenting this for HR? Is what he said just inappropriate or is it illegal? Like, I don't know. Like, where is yeah. the line between inappropriate and offensive? Like, you know, it, like, I think a lot of that stuff gets really muddied um, and it takes so much mental gymnastics to,
0: like – know how to handle it every day (laughs) you know like no I know and I I know the boss you're talking about and I remember these stories and I do like I do think that that person did cross lines but it was also yeah not just about them sharing like a little too much about their personal life but it was like saying inappropriate things to you too yeah I mean
1: I have had but it's not just like one boss like I've had many bosses like Are you just lonely? Like, I think so many of these dudes are just lonely, you know, and, like, don't have a lot of people to talk to. Uh, And so they corner, like, the nice-seeming girl that reports to them, and they think they have, like, a great rapport with her. And really, she's just like, please let me out of this conference room. Like, I don't know
0: how to leave. Yeah. I think they're both really bad, but I think you have convinced me that (laughs) – So I concede. I conceded you one. Okay. Um, Would you rather date someone who
1: travels for months at a time or someone who can't leave the house?
0: Oh. (laughs) Well, not
1: someone can't, not can't leave the house because of like physical disabilities, but like, I don't know, they're on like house arrest or something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is going to very, very, very quickly become a uh, introvert versus extrovert thing. But yeah, honey, go away for months at a time. I'll see you when you get back. <laughs> you know, bring me a send me a postcard and bring me something from France or wherever you are, but 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 we wouldn't continue dating if they were in my house every minute of every day. I don't think I don't think there's a human in the entire world that I love enough to be in a house with them all the time. <laughs> Well, what if you guys didn't live together?
1: But every time oh. you wanted to see him, you had to go to his place and you guys couldn't do anything else.
0: I see. Okay. Sorry. I I just sort of assumed that that's what you meant. Like they live with you and are there also. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was what I meant, but now I mean something else.
0: <laughs> yeah, but now I mean something else. Well, now it becomes very context dependent. How close do they live to me? <laughs> They live very far away then you know it's still not still not great. <laughs> I don't want to have to be the one that travels every single time. Also, they can't go with me to the to a restaurant, they can't go to the ballet, they can't go to the theater, yeah. they can't we can't do all kinds of they can't even take a walk together. All the mm-hmm. activities that I would want to have a significant other for, we can't do. All the parties I would want to have somebody there with me, we can't go. They can't go to my family's, you know, Thanksgiving or holidays they can't travel yeah. with me I mean there's just a million reasons why I would rather you just fuck off for a few months and then come back and we can date again
1: <laughs> it's like okay that's valid uh unfortunately I think that we agree on this uh, <laughs> so uh I don't think I don't think I could deal with not ever being able to go and do do th- like I would not like having my partner gone for long periods of time it would be very I, I don't think I would date either of these people in reality um because I don't think I could deal with like spurts of long distance very well um I could do it for like a, a temporary amount of time but if that was just like gonna be our life together I don't think I could do it yeah um but like I even more couldn't do never being able to like do anything outside of the house <laughs> like yeah. that would not be
0: well, especially cause you love to travel like you can't travel with yeah. your partner
1: no I, well like you can't walk around the park like you can't like what kind of life is that but you know what i mean and like i can't think of a reason that someone can't leave the house for like at all for like very like are you a prisoner? Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? I mean, mean like,
0: house arrest or agoraphobia, right?
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. And neither of those feel like somebody who can, like, really show up for a relationship in the way that I want them to. So. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, there's also the the further problem of if they're under house arrest, presumably yeah. they've committed some crimes. So. so, yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, not an ideal. I would rather someone who just travels a lot, you know? Yeah. And Also, like, theoretically, the person who travels a lot, maybe I could just, like, go visit them a lot. Like, that would be cool. So, anyway, we agree. Bad question. Um, You receive a bouquet of flowers. Like, it's delivered to your house. On the note is a time, a date, and the name of a nearby restaurant. What do you do?
0: (laughs) I call my friends in the FBI. And I say... (laughs) and i say we need to stake this place out i need to know no like (laughs) i've probably been watching too many spy movies or something but (laughs) there's this part of me that just like wants to get there early set up (laughs) set up somewhere out of sight watch the door and wait to see who it is (laughs) how do you know who it would be
1: though like there could be like lots of people well
0: it would tell me whether or not it's somebody that i know because oh, okay. if it's someone yeah. I know, I would recognize them and I'd be like, oh, it's Charlie. And I, I was trying to think of a name of somebody I didn't know. so that would, Yeah. Um, but like, why did Charlie do this in such a weird way? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, then once I figured out who it is, I'd have to. From there, there are a lot of questions. Why did Charlie do this? If Charlie's into me, that's that's a weird that's a weird way to do that, Charlie. That's new
1: information. Charlie, why don't
0: you just sign the note, right, you know? Right, But if it's not somebody, if, like, I don't recognize anybody, then I'm like, okay, I either have a stalker. They and fucked I need, up the address. This was for someone else. <laughs> they I either, either this was for somebody else or I have a stalker. So I might just, like, I don't know. I might be very wary after that point. Or... It is some sort of weird secret government agent thing, in which case, (laughs) I assume they'll find another way to contact me (laughs) because I've missed our rendezvous. (laughs) Okay. What about you?
1: (laughs) I don't think I would go. I think I would enjoy the flowers. I wouldn't throw the flowers out or anything, but I would be like, if someone wants to reach me, they'll call me. (laughs) (laughs) Like Everyone who I want to be able to contact me can contact me. So like I think I would just be like this was for somebody else like the like this got delivered to the wrong place. I might call the flower shop and be like was this are you like was this address correct because I just got this like was this are you sure that this was and for me? And if they say yes, then I would be like you might want to contact whoever bought this because like I don't know what I think they messed up the address. Like I think they gave you the wrong address. So like could like if you can pass along the message, like let them know if this got to the wrong person i would you just, just wouldn't um, believe that
0: it was even I would, Im- for you.
1: I would immediately be like oh weird i got someone else's flowers someone else knows what this means but i don't so. i like how
0: i like how you're like for sure these are someone else's flowers and also i would keep the flowers and enjoy the flowers
1: <laughs> yeah no i would i would absolutely i would, wouldn't try to return the flowers i might try to tell the florist like this has you know this is
0: not my, for
1: me um but
0: yeah i mean i might try to return the flowers <laughs> i don't know how i feel i mean it's weird to keep the flowers and then just keep looking at them and being like <laughs> what, what is this you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: well i also think this might be because i'm in a relationship right so like if it's not like i like even if it's somebody who does love me secretly it's not gonna happen I'm in a relationship right you know like there's no secret admirer who I'm gonna like go and be like this is our happily ever after for me it's only rejection on the other end of this
0: yeah can I say also that like when we were young for some reason this idea of having like a secret admirer was like this great thing and now that I'm older it's it's a terrible idea Nobody nobody actually wants a secret admirer. A secret admirer when you're an adult is a stalker. If even if they're not actually stalking you, if they're doing weird things like this to you, it doesn't feel like I'm at the point it's not endearing I'm at the point of emotional maturity in my life where I feel like I'm going to respect you more if you just tell me how you feel about me and we can have an upfront conversation and you don't have to resort to some kind of weird like flower trickery yeah
1: it feels like if it is genuinely someone who has like a crush on you who's like trying to like get you to go on a date it feels incredibly manipulative like if you like me, just tell me that and m- let me make my decision, whatever that decision may be. But you like buying me presents and being like shit shady about it doesn't make me like you more. It's not endearing.
0: Yeah, it's like one thing to be to do something like cute and fun and mysterious with your partner. But yeah, but with somebody that doesn't know how you feel and you're just kind of messing with their head. It's I maybe this yeah. is the 2020 in me, but it's not cool. <laughs>
1: yeah I mean if I got those flowers I would immediately turn to my partner and be like did you send me these are we going on a date and if he was like I don't know where those came from I would be like cool they're pretty but like yeah I guess I would immediately be like wrong address you know
0: it's it, I mean I don't know if I would actually stake the place out probably not and and not because I wouldn't be curious enough but because I am a lazy person by nature <laughs> So that's my right. my pure laziness might stop me from putting any effort into figuring out the mystery, but I do like the idea of staking the place out. I like trying, the idea too, trying to find them. I could see myself
1: potentially being like telling my partner like let's let's you and I go on a date at this restaurant at this time to oh, see yeah. if we can see." And maybe like try to tell the guy like, "Hey, she's not coming because you accidentally sent the flowers to the, the wrong address," you know, right? That kind of thing.
0: Oh, you would for sure be with me on this stakeout. There's oh, no, yeah,
1: yeah, I wouldn't. If do you it alone. contacted, if you contacted me and was like, "Hey, this happened," I would be like, "Let us <laughs> go." <laughs> All
0: right, thank you, thank you for that support. Yeah. yeah i mean that means a lot i would
1: be i would be offended if you asked anyone else to go with you instead um so i
0: think we like kind of agree should we go to our would you still go out with him yeah this is our our favorite segment so our first would you still go out with him of our new season season two -ish. ish all right i don't
1: we'll see we'll see uh, he won't close his eyes when he kisses
0: you. He likes it better that way. <laughs> it might take me a long time to notice because I always do close my eyes.
1: So, I mean, there's no time frame here because it's just like whenever, like he, yeah. he starts from the beginning not closing his eyes when he kisses you.
0: Here's what's weird, Do though. you think
1: there would ever be a point where you would notice and would it be a deal breaker?
0: Well, here's what's weird. It might take me a really long time to notice. Time to realize. But then once I noticed it, I could never unnotice it. Like yeah. Then I could never kiss them without thinking to myself the whole time. His eyes are open. His eyes are open. His eyes are open. (laughs) It's like weird
1: for like a long makeout. You know. Right. It's like not that weird if it's like a quick peck sort of thing. Um but like if if you're like passionately making out and he's just staring at the close-ups of your your
0: closed eye like no god ew. just knowing that it's happening I'm I'm like imagining like having my eyes closed and kissing somebody and just knowing <laughs> in my brain that their eyes are open and that they're staring at me but I'm not staring back at them yeah I don't like it, it, but I just think it would take a really long time for me to to know, especially to know that he always does it. Cuz like if you catch yeah. him once, then you think, "Oh, he I just happened to have his eyes open at that moment." Yeah. So you, you're going to have to catch him like a lot of times and then maybe even have a discussion like, "Hey, every time I open my eyes, you also open your <laughs> eyes, huh?"
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's going to be weird for sure.
0: But by that point, um, you might be years into this relationship. Like, you might be invested. And at that point, do you throw away, like, a long relationship that you've, like, happily been kissing this person for a long time? And then, <laughs> yeah. but now you, like, know this unknowable secret that <laughs> <about> ch- <laughs> changes everything. <laughs> i'm
1: really glad that you like this question because i wasn't i thought i was afraid that you were gonna respond like yeah it's fine i why would i care i do that or something (laughs) like that but like it is like really uncomfortable because like there's just something really uncomfortable about like you keeping your eyes closed but him just like i don't want anyone's eyes to be open when they're an inch away from my face like please don't bore into my
0: pores like that you know let's back up a second to you thought i was gonna say i do that. (laughs) (laughs) i mean i didn't think that but
1: we've (laughs) never kissed so i don't know what your kissing habits or styles are like i didn't genuinely believe that you would be like oh me too but like I think
0: there are people who are maybe like, oh, like he can do whatever he wants. Doesn't impact me if he treats me well, whatever. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like if you've been with the person for a long time, it's never really bothered you before. You've had plenty of good physical experiences with them. You maybe love them. They treat you well. If there's like a million reasons why you should be with them, I think I would try to work through it. But I also think it would always (laughs) be in my mind so once i knew how
1: how early would you have to catch it for it to be an
0: instant goodbye well here's the thing like again because if you you catch him, but then you just think oh he like happened to open his eyes at the same time <laughs> like it you wouldn't yeah <laughs> you'd have to catch them multiple times and then you
1: would be like do you you don't you don't keep your eyes open when i kiss do you and then he's like oh yeah i do and you're like why and you're like oh i just i like it better i I like
0: to see your beautiful face and you like like to see my beautiful eyelids because that's all you can see from there (laughs) yeah but he's like yeah you're you're why would i close my eyes yeah i don't know it's like keep (laughs) for me it's almost involuntary it's like sneezing like i can't keep my eyes open while i sneeze or while i kiss yeah Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that you are as flummoxed by this question (laughs) as I was hoping you'd be. I am flummoxed. I, because I don't want to say that that would end it for me, because it rationally doesn't. But I also have a weird image in my head, and you know how this goes for me. I get a weird image in my head, and I can't get it out. It's definitely an ick, for sure. Yeah. Like,
1: it's a... But I'm also now picturing every time we kiss in public, he's going to have his eyes open. Like, we kiss at the altar at our wedding, and he's, like, in the photograph that I pay thousands of dollars for, his eyes are going to be open.
0: Yeah. So is this a no for you? Is that what I'm <laughs> I'm hearing? I, I mean, again, it
1: depends on, like, how deep into the relationship, but, like, I think maybe like it would definitely be a count against him if he had other stuff that I wasn't thrilled about like I think I could and it's also the question is like how how much feedback is he willing to take in this department if he's genuinely like I like kissing better with my eyes open I don't want to kiss you with my eyes closed it like really doesn't feel as good for me then I'm like, maybe this is just a physical compatibility issue. Like in the same way that like I would probably break up with someone who liked a different kind of sex than I did. You know what I mean? Like we have different <laughs> kissing styles and maybe that's just not I think the thing. I think
0: we could break him. I think I think <laughs> I will mold him I'm, into the kisser I want him to be. No, because I think there's maybe even a really easy solution to this, which is you start leaving your eyes open all the time. And then he's not looking at your eyelids, but, but what if he's like, like this one is inch great. away from each other with both of your eyes wide open.
1: Yeah, and he's like, I've never felt more intimate. The eye contact we make while kissing is just so intense. I love it.
0: Then you cross your eyes. <laughs> and be like yeah is this sexy just cross your eyes keep your eyes open (laughs) just do something that makes him want to look away
1: (laughs) yeah but he i i think like i think i might if i caught him like six months or below i think i would might be like i don't i can't do this if it was longer than six months i guess i probably would stay but I would, I would hate it and make a lot of fun of him. I would stay for and it. hate you, and I would bribe. I would, well, no, I wouldn't. I would hate that thing about him. I also might try to bribe him to close his eyes on our wedding. Yeah, day. I
0: mean, just be like, we're not kissing. I don't think it's a that pose. He could be the perfect guy for you otherwise, if he wasn't willing to at least like close his eyes once for a picture, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I understand if like that's something that in general in life he wants to do I don't understand understand is going too far but I feel like I wouldn't break up with him I don't know six months maybe maybe even less I would still try to date him but I think this is also one of those questions that like I don't think I can answer it until I'm in it you know
1: (laughs) yeah for sure I might sing a very different tune once I'm in it I'm just saying, word to the wise, if you are kissing people with your eyes open, maybe reconsider that.
0: Like, once in a while is okay. Yeah, for sure. It's not all the time.
1: No, not all the time, for sure. Well, that's all I have for us today. Thank you for going on this beautiful journey with me.
0: Thank you for watching so many TikToks. I know that that is... (laughs) (laughs) that is time spent out of your life doing research yeah really hard dedication uh so what does your hypothetical world look like well um i guess i'm dating this guy who kisses me with his eyes open all the time but who know i might still be in the blissfully unaware part of it um the two of us are in a bush (laughs) outside of a cafe uh, hold up, waiting to see if we recognize the person who is meeting us for our secret rendezvous. Yeah, staking the place out. Yeah, um, we're both it's, eating it's... pesto sandwiches in the bush. Yeah,
1: it's lucky that he's in town because he travels so much.
0: Yeah, I mean it was good that our, you know, our schedules aligned for this yeah. event, and your you've really learned you're
1: telling you're filling him in on all of the gossip about your boss that you've learned over the last six months while
0: he was out of town no you convinced me oh yeah you convinced yeah. me on that one so now I, i'm just i'm filling him in on how my boss doesn't like me because i never answer their his questions but i will say that basically that the cherry on top of this is that it's really easy to see me in the bush because i am a donkey <laughs>
1: Oh, God, that's so <laughs> funny. Um, I'm a crab who uh, is... <laughs> I'm a crab. I'm a crab who is potentially not dating anyone who uh, enjoyed some flowers and some pistachio ice cream at a cafe with my partner, um, and my boss also doesn't like me, and my partner travels a lot, so very similar. Um. As, as far as, like, worlds go, I would say this is the
0: most neutral of hypothetical worlds. <laughs> it is very neutral. I mean, it puts a real spin on things that I'm a donkey. But apart from that, it is a very neutral world. It It's just sort of like a regular life world, actually. Except where um, I'm a crab and you're a donkey. Yeah, except for that. Yeah. Well, thank you all. For joining us for our first episode of season two-ish. Yeah.
1: Season 20. We're really glad 22. you joined.
0: Uh, yeah. Thank you
1: so much. If you have questions you'd like to hear on the show, feel free to send us an email at nothing at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram at argumentsaboutnothing.
0: And we'd like to thank Allison Fields for designing our logo. And until next time, keep fighting.